The last Rashi in the Chumash and in the Parsha, which is talking about Maiser Behema, is talking about the words Lo Yevaker, where the Pasuk had said that the way Maiser Behema is done, that each Behema goes through the door under the, the rod, the tenth one is automatically Maiser. The Pasuk says, Lo Yevaker ben you shouldn't choose good or bad. So Rashi explains, since it says elsewhere, a that when you give a carbon, it should be from the best, I would think that you should choose the best, the Yafa. So therefore the Pasuk says, Lo Yevaker ben you shouldn't pick and choose. And then Rashi continues that whether it's a Tam, whether it's a Balmum, it still becomes holy as Maiser. But of course, you can bring it as a Balmum, Rashi continues. In other words, if it's blemished, you can bring it as a carbon. So therefore, if it's a Balmum, you eat it as Maiser, and you're not allowed to shear it or to work it in the field. So in this Rashi, we have to understand, because in the beginning of Rashi, it seems to be coming to respond to this idea that I don't have to pick the best one. But then Rashi goes into the idea that even a Balmum is Kadesh, is holy. Why would I think otherwise? We are in Pshutish Lomikra, where did I present another option? Also, in the beginning, Rashi starts using the word Yafa, which means best, beautiful, nice, choiced, choicest. And then in the end of Rashi, Rashi uses the word Tam, which seems that Rashi is changing and talking about something else. Also, Rashi starts with Layavakir, and then doesn't finish the Pasik, only, only brings the words Ben in the middle of Rashi. Also, Rashi is, uh, is, speaks a little bit long-winded, but they, they shouldn't bring it as a Balmum, as a carbon. Of course, we know that already. And finally, Rashi taught us two things. Number one, that, when, that, that for a Balmum, it should be eaten as Maiser, and it shouldn't be worked in the field or shorn. Where does Rashi get both of these pieces of information from, that both of these details are, are applicable? So the, the basic explanation here on Rashi is that Rashi is coming to explain what it means lo yavakir. That's why he only word, brings the word lo yavakir in the Dibra Maschel. Because yavakir could mean to select, yavakir could mean to inspect, and to, 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 to check out the, uh, the herd and manipulate how you want it to come out, all good, all bad. And I would think that it means inspect, because we already know not to select. Because it says in the previous Pasuk that whichever one comes out the 10th is holy. Rashi comes to say no, that Le'evakar means to select, that you're not allowed to select a good one. How do, a good from the bad. How does Rashi know this? Because it says only Ben Tevlera. If he was talking about manipulating the Eider, it would have said Ben Tevlera or Ben Alatev. From the fact that he says Ben Tevlera, it means it's only something that I would think to do the good, which is the selection. I would think to select the good from the bad because of the Pasuk. And therefore Rashi says, the Pasuk says Le'evakar, that I shouldn't pick the best one. In that case, the question will be raised, why does the Pasuk have to say the words Ben Taiv Le'yivakir obviously means you shouldn't pick the good from the bad. Because they would, no one would think to pick the bad from the good. Because the whole picking is based on the Chomim Chanedrechem. So why does it say Ben Taiv Therefore Rashi explains that the words Ben Taiv are introducing another din. Are introducing the din that even a Balmum is also Kedosh. That whether that when you uh, allow the behemoths to go out under the rod, and whatever comes out, whether it's a tam, meaning going to say it has no mum, whether it does have a mum, it still has the, the kedusha of meiser. What does it mean, the kedusha of meiser? So 
Rashi learns, or the Rebbe learns, that being that it says Ha'asidi Kaidish should become Kaidish. So therefore, there's two elements. There is the kedusha that it gets automatically, inherently, by being number ten. And then the person has an obligation to, to do an action to make it Kaidish, in addition to the inherent Kedusha. So if it's a Tam, then the, that is done through bringing it as a carbon. When you bring it as a carbon, Yi Kaidish, you're making, you're giving it a Kedusha. What happens if it's not a Baum, if, if, it, if, if it's not a Tam, if it has a Mum? You can't bring it as a carbon. So how do you fulfill Yi Kaidish? So one way you can do that is by eating it the problem with that is that that only happens after you shecht it so the second thing that you do is even before you shecht it you, uh, you do not work it in the field you do not derive benefit from it you don't share it um, now the problem with that is that it's a negative thing and we want to do a positive action so that's why you have the eating that's how Rashi knows that both details are important one happens automatic. one has the advantage that it happens automatically and the other has the advantage that it's a positive action and that's what it means uh, that's what it means that even if it is a Baumum it will still become Kaidash now based on this there's a very interesting Chidush in halacha, and that is, is that when the person is eating it petayras meiser, he has to have kavona that he's eating it as meiser. Because how else would would the eating be connected petayras meiser? There's no limitations on it, like uh, uh, like uh, the, like a tam that has to be eaten bishnei yamim velaylechad in two two night two night two days and a night has to be eaten only in Yerushalayim. These restrictions don't apply to a to a balmum. So therefore, it must mean that when you're eating it, you have to have in mind that you're eating it as meiser, which this is a chiddush that's not found anywhere else. And, and according to the sikha, this is a chiddush of Rashi, that you're eating the animal, uh, the balmum, that became meiser with the kavana for meiser. Now there's two things that we bring in as yena shaltayra. Number one, from the fact that we introduced this idea that it becomes meiser, and nevertheless, ye yekedesh, you have to continue that, that holiness. From this we learn, uh, or with this we can apply to what we learn in Chassidus, that when we utilize material matters for Kedusha, we actually impact the material item and we change it because the Kedusha remains, even though there's different levels, things that are used for to, to prepare for a mitzvah, things that are used in a mitzvah, things that are used as a mitzvah, but this reminds us of the fact that when the Abishta gave the Torah, the Abishta gave us the ability that the uh, the ones above can come down to below, and the ones below can come to above, which is explained in numerous places to mean that the Ruchnius, the spirituality, can impact the physicality, and the physicality can become spiritual. And this is what Ashi is telling us that uh, that the the kedusha of Maisa remains with the behemah. Well, if it's a ta- if it's a tam, because if it's if it's unblemished, because uh, it, that is seen in the fact that a carbon is brought from it. And even if it's it's not a tam, and you can't bring a carbon for it, and you don't see the kedusha uh, uh, explicitly, but nevertheless, when you eat it, you eat it betoyras Maiser, and that's how you are displayed laying that the Kedusha remains in this behemoth because it was a, is a Maiser behemoth. There's another aspect in Yena Shaltera that we could learn from the order in which Rashi tells us 
uh, about the Balmum. He says, you don't bring it as a carbon, but one, in this order, you eat it as Meiser, and two, you cannot uh, shear it or work it in the field. Now, in reality, it's the opposite. The first thing that becomes applicable is the prohibition to shear it or to work it in the field. And only later, once you shecht it, does it become possible to eat it as Meiser. Nevertheless, what we're learning from over here is that even though the order generally is sur meirava seitoi, first you have to get rid of the bad, and then you could bring the good, do the good, and doing the good is what brings the shechina, the God, the Eibishter's presence to this world. Nevertheless, the purpose is aseitoi. The purpose of what we're doing is aseitoi because that was what, is what brings the shechina. The sur meirava is only secondary and preparatory to the ultimate goal of aseitoi and bringing down the shechina lamata. And therefore, it says first the positive, the aseitoi, and then the sur meirava. First the Yechel B'Teres Meiser and then Osir Ligazes Vilei Aved because he wants to emphasize this this detail that that Asei Toiv is the ultimate goal and within the Sur he mentions two details he mentions the not working it in the field which is something that would be done with the body of the animal then he mentions the fact that you can't shear cut off the hair of the animal which is something that is technically considered a detail to remind us that when the, in the Sur we have to focus even on the details to stay away from even inappropriate ra, things that even if they are, are pratim, even if they are details and through this we could bring the Tadavah Seitoiv which is uh, which brings down the Dira Leizbarach which is the purpose of everything that, everything that we are doing.